You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Is Tommy Pham a must-add outfielder? We'll discuss next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Wednesday. May the 4th be with you. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Scott White. Tommy Pham went 3-for-4 with his fourth home run of the season on Tuesday night, and he is playing much better over his last eight games. Scott, he is only 38% rostered. Do you consider him a must-add outfielder? Look, anybody who shows signs of life over an eight-game stretch becomes a must-add player, right? We've seen it with Max Kepler, of course, with Taylor Ward before that. It, it doesn't take a hitter being hot very long in this environment for him to generate a lot of interest on the waiver wire. And uh, while I'm not saying it's unjustified in those other two, especially Ward, it may be justified in Pham's case as well because, uh, you know, you mentioned last eight games, 400 batting average, two home runs, four doubles. Coming into uh, Tuesday's game where he had the three hits, the home run, the double, so not even counting those numbers, he was in the 90th, 98th percentile for average exit velocity, basically at the top of the heat in, in, in terms of how hard he's hit the ball this year. Uh, you know, hadn't, Not a lot of them had been line drives, so you can understand why his batting average suffered. But you know, if he keeps doing that, if he keeps impacting the ball that way, a guy with good plate discipline, good speed, uh, playing in a much smaller park this year than he has in recent years, really than he has ever. You you could see how Tammy, Tommy Pham could could uh, kind of blow up here and become a must-start player the rest of the way. So I don't know that I'm at, I'd add him in every three-outfielder league, but anywhere I needed help at that position. Sure, take a shot. All right, let's talk about Jazz Chisholm, Scott. He is off to a fantastic start. He went two for five on Tuesday. He's now batting 318 with four homers, three triples, five doubles, four steals. The OPS is up over 1,000. What have you seen from Jazz Chisholm so far, and would you be looking to sell high on him? I think there's a chance this could be a genuine breakthrough for Jazz Chisholm. Obviously, he has the pedigree. He has the the tool set to be a fantasy standout, and and maybe that's coming to fruition. But you know, the plate discipline numbers haven't improved all that much. And not much in the underlying numbers has changed for him between this year and last. He's hit a lot of line drives so far. So, of course, you're going to have more success on those. His barrel rate is up which I've said a number of times in the early going here, that that might just be a reflection of how hot or cold you are, that stat specifically. Uh, and, and I'll also point out Jazz Chisholm hit, was one of the few players producing last April when he hit 311 with a 969 OPS. Things got pretty ugly thereafter, and, and that could play out the same way this year, or it could not. But I, I'm saying there's still reason for skepticism. There aren't clear-cut signs of a breakthrough here. So I've been hesitant to move him up in my second base rankings, even though a lot of players, a lot of the best players at that position are off to miserable starts. I, I think they all deserve more time. Uh, so, you know, just by virtue of, of Ch- Chisholm being one of the few good hitters so far, it's worth exploring trade opportunities. You, but that's only with the presumption that you get a whole heck of a lot for him. 
All right, let's fire up that worryometer, Scott, Scott, and we'll start with Charlie Morton, who had another weird start on Tuesday. He gave up five runs, four of those earned over five and two-thirds. Some soft hits that got through. Uh, some just it, it was just a, a weird start yeah. for, for Charlie Morton in this yeah. one. Where's your worryometer level uh, for him at this point? He got burned by the shift a few times, but yeah. that's not to say his, his stuff looked great either. Only five swinging strikes. I, I put my worryometer at a four. I think he's going to figure it out. I, I don't see clear signs of skills erosion here, even though the numbers have been bad, that the curveball still spinning at 3,000 RPM. Velocity looks fine. I think he's just off. I think he's off. Maybe his mechanics are off. Uh, sit him until he figures it out, but I think he's going to figure it out. All right, let's take a look at Tyler Malley. He had another rough start on Tuesday at the Brewers, and his ERA is now 7.01. That leads all qualified starting pitchers. Uh, Scott, your worryometer level on Tyler Malley. I'll go as high as seven on him. Uh, the, the the strikeout numbers not being where they were last year is, is, is kind of a problem, especially since he's playing for what may be the worst team in baseball, certainly the worst team in baseball so far, and you worry about the win potential. Uh, I, I think that gives him a narrow margin for error, and I'm not sure he's the kind of pitcher who's gonna who, who's gonna be able to perform well enough. All right, would you look to drop Tyler Malley Scott for any of these names who have emerged: Bruce Zimmerman, Christian Javier, or Jamison Tyone? No, that's too low end for me. I'm kind of interested in Bruce Zimmerman in a, in a deeper sort of way. Uh, but I don't think there's a ton of upside there. I think Mally still has more. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.